Three, two, one. Ha! Hackers couldn't get us down. Let's start. Kakak Live. If you hear this, it means you pressed play, you are at the right moment, in the right place, and you press the right play button, and this is what's happening to you, happened to many other people, we are all listening to Radio Perfect Live, I have pressed many play buttons, and I will keep playing the best play buttons I have, for your musical entertainment, because... If I stop playing music, I start to talk and nobody really wants that. I am uh, Father Molotov, 
a fictional character with super powers. I can make radio and I can call you. And when you call up, I pick up. And then you have superpowers. And I can hear you. You can tell us what you want. Oh, I had a call right there. I am here in the living room, everything is sorted, the table is clean, the kid went to bed and uh, it's radio time. I did a corona test and it was negative, very unpleasant test, very pleasant situation when you hear that you don't have corona. Twelfth of June, July 2020, 9.41, where I am, somewhere in Europe. Good evening, good morning, good afternoon, good night, listener, whether you're listening live, like us, or maybe you're listening at your own convenience in the future. Welcome to the present, welcome to the past, welcome to the enlightenment, welcome to 2020, the year of the coronation, the year of the giant transition that we are seeing unfold before our very eyes. Some of us thought the world was crazy before and it was in a great crisis. Well, some other people didn't think that. I think now most people, most people agree. These are crazy times. Yes, 2020, the year of the coronavirus pandemic and uh, Still the year of crazy climate changing, ramping, inequality, exploitation of the human over the other human and animal, the goodbye to the forests, people protesting in the street this week, I think Serbia, Russia, United States, Maybe every country had some protests.
So the question is, is justified. The world is uh, quite crazy. What are we doing here? Why are we listening to this? Not only because of the six songs that I sometimes manage to play, but also because, you know, united we are stronger and together we can do this. So me, I, I assume the fictional uh, traits of Father Molotov to channel your superhero powers uh, to help shed light on what the hell is going on and what the hell is a person like us supposed to do if they just would like to contribute to make the world a better place but uh, it's such a what do you do it's so difficult to, to figure out um, where to start it seems like everything you do backfires so just to be sure we convene here in this secret online location sometimes offline and we talk about it together and uh, usually we get really good we get some pretty good wisdom insight at some point in the episode but today 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 is different today I summoned I will summon a superhero but woman not an uh, any superhero but woman I thought you know I was getting in the last episode uh, a bit uh, a bit too much we found a handbook that was just explaining how to deal with a changing world and uh, we felt very empowered but now it's be like okay um, how do you do that the changing world without losing your mental sanity and that's where Batwoman comes in. She is a mindfulness superhero. She's also a migrating superhero. I think born and raised in Europe, Holland, she flew to America because that's a place where stuff happens. And uh, from the highest floors of New York City, from her Batcave, she will enlighten us about what exactly is going on in New York the last months. And uh, and uh, how to deal with it? Because she's a mindfulness superhero. All right. Ready, fellas? Things I've got too far gone. We got to let the girls know what they got to do for us. It's not got to be a drag, man. A man can't do nothing no more. <laughs> it's really a drag. You got to do something.
black guy in the corner And you get locked in the hat And you get all your man You get all your man You get all your man Oh, yeah Get it God, get it Hit me now God, never get too confident So it's not you want to know Because that's the time you lose your bank Then you got to blow You've not got what it takes Don't boss, you got to use it carefully. You can't be a dole. Hear me now. Look out, get in. Batwoman. Batwoman is here. Batwoman, can you hear me louder and clear? Yes, I can. Are we we on air already? Yes, I am Father Molotov. Batwoman. Okay. (laughs) Perfect. (laughs) Perfect. Well, you know, we're super excited. So we've been looking forward to, uh, to your feature. Welcome on the air. This it's uh, kind of a, yeah, you know, for a bet, it's kind of a, a normal environment, the air, so. Oh, yeah, of course. Feeling good. All right, so, it's, is it fresh? How are you feeling? What what are you up to, bet? How should I call you, bet, woman, or bet, woman, every time? Uh, wh- whichever, whichever. Um, <laughs> it's going well. Uh, we're here, you know, it's, it's very hot in New York City. Um... And uh, we just, I just got off a group, virtual group meditation with oh, uh, nice. social.io, so that was really great. And uh, yeah, just here, you know, it's a lazy Sunday, taking it easy. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Good, a hot summer Sunday. Are you like uh, on the 46th floor or something like that? If I'm, yeah, well, I'm supposed to be right as a pet. <laughs> um, no, we're we're <laughs> we're here on ground level. We're uh, we're here in East Harlem. Actually, we moved from uh, the West Side, West Manhattan, to uh, to East now. All right. And uh, why? Well, uh, it was closer to my work. Uh, that was uh, the hotel is currently temporarily closed. So, so I work in a luxury hotel here in the, on the east side of Manhattan. Uh, I do the marketing for this hotel. Um, but because of the pandemic, we are currently temporarily closed. We're going to reopen, I think, in phase four. So that's probably early September here for New York. All right. That's one of the toughest jobs to do online, a eh? hotel. Like you have to give a live stream a room to someone. What was that? Oh, no, it was a really bad joke. When the joke is really bad, you, like the line breaks a bit. <laughs> too much. Sure That's okay. <laughs> so, but woman, what, what is it about bats? Why? Well, why you know, you it's, it's funny. It's funny that you brought that up because um, as a child, I was really into bats. And I think... You know, I was thinking about that. And I think it's just because, you know, they're mysterious, great creatures. And, 
yeah they're they're just cool you know there's um I don't know. There's something mystical about them. As uh, when I when I was a child, I used to go with uh, with my father on lakes on official bat tours in uh, the Netherlands. So they would take these little um, machines with them that you could listen, that you could hear their uh, their uh, supersonic sounds. Oh, how do they sound? Hypersonic. How does it sound? How they sound? <laughs> well, it's a very loud squeal, and uh, apparently, I was uh, well. Children can hear them, but then adult people need need something like a little machine to hear them. And you could hear it I on can't... the lake. Yeah, and yeah. It was like exactly. <laughs> a little higher than that, but yeah, kind of like that. So, like when you go through yeah. a book uh, with kids. And then you do all the animals sounds, and then you come to the bat, and you say like, "Yeah, that doesn't make any sound." And the kid goes like, Freak. "Right, right, right." <laughs> yeah, so that was cool. You know, it's it's not something I'm not a bat expert, but I guess bats aren't an expert of, of themselves either. So I guess I have a lot more in common with the bats than I thought. What's so amazing about bats? What what's amazing about them? Yeah. Well, I think what's the latest current development that's uh, most amazing about them is that they've been blamed for the coronavirus. Yeah, that was so unfair. Uh, I don't. I'm not. You know, I'm not sure if what if, if they are to blame. But uh, I've been trying to stay away from my fellow bats. But at least uh, we managed moment. to get uh, Trump to not call it the bat virus, but the China virus. Right, right. That's I guess I guess that's the good part of it. <laughs> but also, it's not fair because maybe one species of bats is responsible, and the whole family. There is so many different types; they all get blamed. Yes, yes. It's uh, it's amazing how big some of these bats are. We oh, don't yeah. have big bats here in the, in New York or in in the Netherlands. But uh, how big is the biggest? Yeah, in Asia, it gets really really crazy. Well, the biggest here is, is um, I don't know, it's like maybe... Oh, in the world, like in the world. 20, oh, I don't know. I don't know, but they they're look like um, small dog size, Flying you know? Flying dogs. Flying dogs is, is actually a, a name they give them because they some of them really look like flying dogs. Wow. Yeah, flying if foxes we had some, uh, in Sydney, they have flying foxes in the city. They're giant. Very big. Right. They're like, yeah, yeah, they're I mean, really big. As big as my arm yeah. or something. The body. Right. And, uh, right. You, maybe it's a good pet for you as a butt woman. Right. I um, <laughs> I don't think dog. they they will. <laughs> I don't think they'll keep me in New York if they found out the immigrant is holding a you know a bat. But but who knows? <laughs> How long have you been in New York? I have been off and on in New York uh, maybe for five, almost five years now. Um, I've been uh, for some time back in the Netherlands, I think almost for a year that was. But I think all in all, it's it's almost five years coming up. So that's exciting. They say that after 10 years, you are supposed to be in New York or so. <laughs> This is my husband as a cold, but it's not Corona. We got tested. No, bless you, <laughs> bless you. Uh, yeah, you know, it takes the, the ten bats years before are very contagious. <laughs> the bats are very contagious. Also through the so radio. So I guess even the mentioning floor. them, okay. right, right. They have to be careful. <laughs> 
again discrimination against bats if, if you are listening as a bat sorry we didn't mean it like that right. it was just right. a bit play they're probably they're probably saying something but we just can't hear it you know <laughs> i got all these mute phone calls on the radio right <laughs> and uh how is the garden going or the plants in your house well the pl- so my husband's uh husband bats he uh, oh i got another call of Hold the on. house and Who's and uh, it's going well. Now, we have uh, an olive show. tree. Sorry. Did the bats found their way in? No, I got a call from my dad. Because I'm also a real person besides a fictional character. And, uh, oh. But he should call. Wait until I'm, d- I'm done talking with you. It's very, very rude. Call, okay. Because <laughs> I, I don't have like a... Mi- Sorry, what were you saying about your garden? So, uh, the garden is doing well, you know, we have our own little urban oase here in the backyard. Uh, my husband is a gar- well, he's a big fan of gardening and he, uh, we have a beautiful olive tree in the garden with, uh, with pink flowers. I didn't know that they had flowers. What? Um, yeah, yeah. They have beautiful pink flowers or white flowers, but ours has pink. Are you sure you hasn't been ripped off and they gave you something else? <laughs> no, no, we uh, we checked it. We checked okay, it. Okay, DNA um, tested. You got olives, right? We don't have the olives yet, but we're we're okay with the flowers now, and yeah. we have a, a little a little palm tree of some sort. Okay. Give so uh, and and we have basil, and the basil tastes good every now and then when we make pasta. So okay, it's gonna be a nice pasta with olives, basil, and coconut. Right. Why not? Who, who needs Albert Heijn? <laughs> All right. I think <laughs> I have to play a song now. I have a song called Who Needs Albert okay. Heijn? And uh, we can uh, use that <laughs> to transition to the next topic. Okay. No, okay, it's not cool. true. Um, oh. I, I, <laughs> I was like, wow, that's, that's very freestyle there. You know? I have a song for every occasion. Um, no, I will go for this song. Yes. Yeah. It's called My Name is Corona. And uh, it's okay. it's, <laughs> <laughs> it's uh, written by an Indian comedian. And it's a YouTube hit. And uh, I play very often, but uh, I think the listener just can't get enough. You, listener, I know you just can't okay. get enough. And if, if, if you really got enough, just send me a text and I'll just take it off quite early. But it, it's it's not the Cardi B song of, uh, about Corona, right? No, I don't know this one. Oh, but keep it that way. <laughs> <laughs> All right, my name is Corona. Oh, didn't start. I saw you using that public ATM and then sticking your finger in your mouth. I see you like to take risks. What's your name? Nithi Humanity. What's yours? Corona. Coronavirus. Oh no. Come on girl. Why don't you take off that face mask so we can get infectious. My name is Corona. I'm a viral Casanova. I'll enter your persona from China to Barcelona.
So, Batwoman, I also introduced you to the listeners as a mindfulness superhero. So, if you have, uh, I said, if the listeners are mindful enough to have some mindfulness questions or any other questions for Batwoman, I mm. please mm-hmm. send them in. There is a chat on the website. There is a all the social media that oh, you can great. think of. And uh, of course, even if you're right. listening to the podcast, my friend, you can still send questions because you send them to me, I send them to her, and then you get the reply like via message a few days later. Uh, it doesn't happen any every day to get a superhero on the line, ex- only on Sundays. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> you were saying that it takes 10 years to become a New Yorker. That's correct, yeah. So what are you yeah, now, an immigrant? Or? Yeah, I guess I'm still, um, I am uh, halfway there. Halfway there. And uh, how, is, how is it to be a European in America and the, or, or in New York? Well, I have to say uh, it's interesting. When I first, when I first came here uh, in New York, I noticed that there's, you know, I think there's uh, also the dating scene is, it was very different. You know, I think in the Netherlands, there, um, the Dutch women and men have much more this mentality of, um, of going Dutch. You know, I think that's where the, where that saying comes from. So everybody pays for their own and uh, occasionally one will surprise the other, but usually it's really women have their own and, and men have their own. And I discovered here in New York that, uh, you know, from my own experience, but also through friends of mine, that if they would even offer to pay, it would have, they thought that, um, the guys thought that they thought that the guy couldn't afford it or something. Oh, so if, uh, if you, as uh, the girl, uh, offered to pay, it's a bit insulting. Or like the date was shit. exactly yes no exactly no it was insulting yeah um, so that was how long very did, it, did it take to figure that out <laughs> like how long it took wanted me to go to on fig- a second date with you oh <laughs> well uh, it was just that people were very surprised you know my friends also my European friends would tell me you should see the guys are very surprised when they when I pull out my wallet they're just like okay. It, so that that's interesting. It's very interesting. Um, that is very different in uh, in the Netherlands. And uh, you know, I think New Yorkers and people from the Netherlands have more in common than uh, than they think. Because I think people in uh, the Netherlands are very direct, uh, and New Yorkers can appreciate that. You know, they're uh, very much about the no BS. So that's uh, that's interesting. And uh, have you also lived in other cities in the states? I have not lived in other cities, but I uh, I have visited other states, and I would say that you know New York is is definitely very much about as they call the grind and really working really hard, and uh, I even think the culture, the whole work culture, is even more as they call it, faster and, and harder than in uh, than in Amsterdam. You know, it never really stops here. Yeah, you go 24-7. Yeah, yeah, and it's very hard for people to disconnect from, from their job because it's really, it's it can be nonstop. I think 
at my where I work at the hotel, the culture is 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 very good. I've seen a difference here in uh, in New York, but uh, my work culture is thank God really um, very supportive. But uh, like you're it's, it's hard work, breaks. you know. What was that? You're allowed to take breaks. Yes, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> More than, you know. Yeah, no, they're they're great there. Um, but it can be very different. And you you know, it's up to you. So I think that you also get hyped up by the by the just vibe. the whole work vibe. So here. you get superpowers yeah. from other people's superpowers. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's one big superpowers party. Right, right. And that can be very tiring, you know. And uh, sometimes. Do you, when do you, because I guess New York City, like all these big cities, there is all sort of people coming from all over the world. Do you, or all yeah. over the country, do, do you ever meet a New Yorker? Yeah. Um, I mean, everybody's um, been there for 10 years, is, that's it, right? Well, there, there's really a lot of everything. Um, mm. But I think, you know, in hospitality, you'll meet a lot of international mm. people. Um, but there's plenty of new, you know, people that uh, came to New York and native New Yorkers that live here now. Born for, and raised, uh, second generation. Born and raised. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Although now with the whole um, pandemic going on, a lot of New Yorkers are uh, mm. kind of forced to leave the city. Oh, I oh, thought we're you were going to say they, they're, they're dead. <laughs> well, no. Uh, I'm sure there's a fair share that uh, unfortunately would get very sick, but. Uh, Oh yeah, it's yeah. Uh, it's tough yeah. times. Yeah. Oh, I said uh, something sad. Now I feel a bit sad. And uh, somebody I wanted said to ask that? you. No, I feel sad, like sad. Oh. Because <laughs> uh, yeah, I sometimes remember about all the suffering in the world, and even if I oh, make yeah. a joke about it, it's not nice. Yeah. Right. Uh, some people say the world is on fire. I don't know if that's true, but. Uh, it's a. Uh, it's pretty hot in New York. It's a hot metaphor. <laughs> <laughs> but I, yeah, it, it, the world is on fire. It definitely is. Oh, you agree? Great. I have a song for that. It's called "The World Is okay. On Fire." <laughs> oh. Um, the, I don't know. The Could be true or not. True or not. Let's let's let uh, the okay. time uh, say whether it's called like that or okay. not but uh i want to know everything about or know everything i want to know how we, how you lived how it was to have the corona pandemic in new york city because we saw a lot of stuff on sure. the news but uh we learned to mistrust the news and we now we only read fake news conspiracy theories and uh, people that call in <laughs> on the radio so <laughs> okay sounds good <laughs> All right, uh, but first the word is on fire or another title.
This is a moment of the radio show where uh, everybody who's listening touches a plant, just uh, just connect with each other. So I'm touching here the plant. That woman, what are you touch touching? I am gonna touch a potato. Excuse <laughs> <near> me. <laughs> That's good. Potatoes <laughs> are alive. Closest thing to a plant. Yeah. And uh, now we say, plant, don't worry, we're in this together. It'll be fine. <laughs> Listener, you too, even if you think that this is crazy, just go. I'm not gonna let go of this plant until you also do it. Just touch the plant quickly, say, Plant, I know it sucks. Word is on fire, but we're in this together. It'll be fine, you know, it'll be fine. Difficulties are part of life. in the last six months over there my friend well everything happens 
you know, if you were afraid of doing something and you might lose it, you might as well, because it all was lost in Corona, basically here. Um, it was crazy. We, um, I think it started really to, I think it was somewhere in March when it was declared a pandemic in New York City. And end of February, my, uh, well, I should say, husband, Beth, he, um, <laughs> Batman. He, he started to really. They, oh, <laughs> they. Uh, he started to really get very worried, and he was. He started to say all these things, and I thought at the time that he was kind of, yeah, crazy. He what said, was he saying? "We." So I'm not. And he used to say, "I'm not kidding." He used to say, "Well, we have to leave as soon as possible because they might close the bridges, the tunnels." And uh, people might go crazy and there might be riots and uh, looting and uh, it, 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 you know, it might be crazy. And I was like, no, that will never happen. You know, they're not, that's not, the pandemic is not going to get so bad. And in the meantime, I was still going to, uh, you know, to my work, to the hotel where thousands of people go. Um, and even my boss, she had a very different view uh, of it. But I think everybody was surprised by it, you know, everybody was surprised by how bad it got. So um, he was very nervous, uh, my, uh, my bad husband, <laughs> and he, uh, <laughs> I'll just call him B, B is his name, okay. um, you know, uh, and he said, uh, we have to leave, we have to leave, we have to leave the city. So my mom just arrived from the Netherlands here. Uh, if she's um, listening. Greetings. She might. Oh, she. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> She's now back in the Netherlands, but she was supposed to be here in in New York for two weeks. And while this everything happened, while she was here, it became a pandemic, and she spent three months with us. So we um, we left up to upstate New York, which is uh, a lot of people don't know that, but it's very uh, much a a forest there. So it's very uh, green and far away from Manhattan, from the city. And we spent three months with with my Is mother like uh, in the woods. Park? It's it's <laughs> it's like Central Park, but everywhere, okay. everywhere. They have black bears there, and uh, you know bats and bats, <laughs> obviously. All right. But that so was you crazy. Left. And then you we left. and then it got crazy after you left. It did. It de was declared a pandemic and um yeah everything he said really happened you know um we had uh we heard that they were potentially going to close everything uh so we just wanted to not be stuck on on manhattan because as you know i should probably know it's it's an island yeah so uh we recently heard from uh, from governor cuomo himself that uh the federal government wanted to close the, the the city they were considering that they were gonna do that and then he stopped them he blocked it from happening he said that on on the news so that would wow. have been really crazy so that would have everybody been really would crazy be stuck in manhattan yeah i mean people would have gone crazy if you keep people on an island that you know that's impossible so uh and yeah now everything with the the riots and the looting i mean i th i'm sure everything of the pandemic fueled the fire to everything of uh, the protests. I think protests. what uh, everybody is w wondering right now, including me, is what 
is uh, your bad husband, we can call him maybe Bistrodamus, what is he now predicting that's going to happen next? But I think I know. we can ask him, but not now. We can say later because uh, I, right. I did a radio course and I heard that you have to have a cliffhanger. So. Okay, that's... The <laughs> Okay, I like how you were very clear about the cliffhanger and the course. And <laughs> so, you know, it makes But sense. Does he have we a will, new prophecy? Does he have a new prophecy? He uh, he does. He oh. messaged me the prophecy. I'm so excited. Yeah. Is he there so with you? Now that is he there with you? He he is in another room. Yeah. Okay. Um, but yeah, everybody knows his name. I don't know why we keep referring him to be or or bet bad husband because his name is obviously bruce that's why we call him bruce tradamus oh bruce tradamus um, yeah but uh but yeah oh but he you know this radio show we try to avoid names because we usually i don't know sometimes we people say unpolitically correct things or sometimes um people don't uh, right. you know people disappear guests that come here and speak their minds out and the next day they're gone So let's right. <laughs> <laughs> let's call him Bruce. Right. Let's just call him Bruce, okay? Okay. Okay. Yes. <laughs> let's call let's him Bruce. That. And um, okay. Bruce, who sees the future? That's that's great superpower. I'm sorry, listener, if you wanted that superpower, but that's gone. You have to find another one, like invisibility or whatever. And uh, yeah, but also we saw on the news uh, that in New York, yeah, so many people got sick. All the hospitals were overflowing. Yes. <clears throat> Is that? Uh, also, oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. What did you hear so or see? We so we luckily we were not here when everything you know was peaking with those cases. But uh, that from what my friends told me that were here. It was crazy because usually you already hear the sirens, of course, but now it was just nonstop and it, it was really, it was very scary. It was very scary. And um, right now we're in a much better place and hopefully that will remain that way. But, you know, as you've probably heard, cases in Florida and in other places are spiking. And yeah, we hope it's not only a matter of time before it comes back, but New York is one of the only states right now that is in a in a good place, better place right now. Oh yeah, the bulletin is never very cheerful. I heard that in yeah. India they started again a lockdown in like uh, almost a dozen states. And uh, wow. in Iran they're almost in, giving in up. India, you said? Yeah, in India. In Iran they're almost giving oh. up like pretty much everyone's going to get it or you know they just can't control right. it anymore wow. and they wow. said the government said we cannot afford to keep down the economy again there's going to be a riot if we close it down again which i mean for iran it wouldn't be bad if there's a riot don't speak about iran because um, otherwise your government might make you disappear but but uh, <laughs> we have great friends in iran but they are on the on the side of freedom and uh, equal rights and um Yeah, so a second wave, who knows? Yeah, we're we're ready for it. Yeah. We now have enough toilet paper. Yeah. We uh so I'm going to go to the Netherlands next week for three weeks, visit my family. Right. Um but it's strange to see what I'm seeing from here, what friends tell me that people are much much relaxed today. Nobody you're you're basically strange if you're wearing a mask. Yeah. I heard. In the Netherlands, so here not many face they, masks. They might, 
Right. Here they might punch you if you're not wearing a mask. Oh, really? So... <laughs> In uh, Italy, yeah, also, it's really uh, it looked down upon. In Italy, it used to be mandatory, but now, yeah, now it's not anymore. Because the cases hmm. have been really low here, and uh, there is no rising. But of course, I mean, it's also a much smaller place than uh, than the US. I don't know how many people live in New York actually, like city. I think it's almost. Uh, we just saw this. I think in the city in Manhattan, it's like nine. I think it's nine million, Holy but in the t in all the borough, I think think New York, with Queens and Brooklyn and all those others, it's I think eighteen million. All right, so it's like the country, like the Netherlands country. Right, <laughs> but <laughs> New Amsterdam. But it's more stacked. I actually read that there was an article saying that New York was the perfect place for a pandemic because it's all jammed and. Everybody's sharing yeah, the entrance, and you know the metro is super crowded. And right. It of is, course, air it pollution is. was it's said a thing many from the times. Past. What the is subway? The subway is a thing from the past, I yeah. think. Why? Yeah, I because because you know it's it's it, like you said it's so packed and. Oh, you like mean now it's a thing the of virus. the past? Yeah. You mean now yeah. after this? Yeah, I know. Here, the yeah. train uh, company. I don't know. I think a lot. Of they're really downsizing and nobody <laughs> it's very empty the right. train um, everybody we're, yeah. we're taking the bike now here so actually this radio show is started from uh, Corona it was kind of my own therapy to make uh, music and talk with people to cheer myself up and then one was one thing great thing was discovered and that is Corona music from Africa so many African countries made uh, ask the most famous pop stars or just the music star did it independently to make corona awareness songs and the, these songs are pretty epic so i'm gonna play one uh, now and we can also of course it's uh, for the most affectionate listeners it's not a new song but um, but it's epic for if you haven't heard it, you're just gonna find yourself dancing and say, "What's happening? What's happening?" And it's just a song. All right, this is called uh, Corona Mix, I guess. That's was was what it was called when I found it. But this is the Andalovu Youth Choir, and you're gonna love it. There it is. panic we've got this and we've got a superhero in the house but woman mindfulness superhero and hotel uh, luxury hotel professional and i am father molotov and i'm actually broadcasting from the 
real building, actual building where the virus was first discovered. And uh, she's a bat, so bats also know a lot about viruses. <laughs> so you are in the right place to learn more about viruses. And if you don't want to hear about viruses, because we talk about viruses so much nowadays, it's just a metaphor, okay? The virus is in you, the virus is in me, and uh, we can build the right antibodies by listening to some music together and talking to a superhero from New York. So, uh, you were telling us the story of this pandemic um, and the yeah. prophecies of uh, Bruce Tradamus, which all proved true. And uh, we also heard uh, that they were going to make, uh, like, well, no, I, let's not talk about the pandemic anymore. Otherwise, I get sad. And then I have to play a sad song again. But uh, I'm going <laughs> to ask you about the riots. So, we okay well let's not call Something it riot because actually it's a protest you. right <laughs> yeah. yes <laughs> more uplifting right. it's, it's a, a protest of people that are really uplifting. pissed off right what was that it's a protest of people that are really pissed off yeah yeah and uh yeah i i think they're they're right you know i do think they're right um I do think there's a like a big confusion, you know, there it's all started and most of the time it was just peaceful protesting and then you know, I think the whole pandemic um and the the poverty because so many people lost their jobs and income fueled the fire and some people just some rotten apples started really to um what do you call it to loot, you know, the whole looting, but those are two very different things. You know, I think what was happening with the protest is something that really is, is it is a big problem what is happening here in the US and there's just such a proportional uh, amount of people that you know of, of call it that are black that are being incarcerated or experience police crime and that really needs to stop it's not something that I myself understood before I really lived here for a longer period of time um, and really you are you are of uh, white colors. What are you? What color are you? I'm well. I considered myself always white, but when you are in the U.S. and you're half something, you're not. Okay. <laughs> so I, I, I guess I'm in the I'm in the Latino group. I'm half Mexican and half Dutch. Okay. Um, my husband he is he is in fact black. So I also think that when you are with someone, I, whenever, whenever it is your partner or a friend, you live that more up close, you, you know, you, you really learn what more about it. And yeah. I would never say that I understand the pain that these people go through, but because you just can't, you know, it's not but, something yeah. you can say, I understand. No, we don't understand, but we should really actively try to understand uh, what we can do in order to move on from that. And uh, it's a big problem. And I was very emotional to see how much, uh, how many people of all colors united and went through the streets. And of course, in the end of the day, what matters is that le legislation will actually change. You know, it's nice that people put up, you know, name a street after Black Lives Matter. That's great. But it's not, you know, we need to change the system. So we do see more and more that, you know, uh, they're changing legislation. 
and things that are were overdue. Um, for example, the whole thing on the um, what is it called? I think it's called the 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 choke holder grip or something. Have you heard of that? That you were allowed to just use that uh, type of grip on people to arrest them. Is a grip that's now that is very yeah, it's dangerous. A grip. It's very violent, yeah, and a lot of people die of that. Oh, uh, they they stop that, and then in the states <laughs> where uh, Brianna Taylor was was killed. So this is the story of a woman that was in her own house, a black woman in her own house. Some other woman saw Brianna in her own in her own house, and she called, "Hey, there is a woman in that house. Uh, please send help." And then the police came and they shot. A woman that lived in that house yeah just without any you know they were allowed to get in and do that and these people are still free yeah, i know today. but these stories are crazy but it's it's so incredible how many they are is it sounds like they're only anecdotes but it's just normality what i was the story yeah. that shocked me the most is that something that for uh black people is the most normal thing in the world Apparently, this is what I learned. Maybe I got it wrong, but that when you grow up as a young black boy, your parents have to tell you, "Look, just because you're black, now the police is gonna harass you." So you have to really stay, be super careful when you be yeah. the police, and you have to be very submissive, and uh, you know, put your yeah. hands up and do all that. And that, this yeah. is just—I think it's the same uh, in Europe, by the way that uh, the police treats people with different colors super differently. Actually, I don't think I know that is a fact because mm. uh, this is right. what sometimes you hear if you, yeah, well, if you're white like me, you don't experience it, but you hear it from other people. Right. And uh, it's so crazy that uh, that's yeah. as it, a it's, kid, it's really crazy. Growing up, you yeah. have to hear this, yeah. I don't know. Should, yeah. yeah here so things we can do i think is really uh you know what they call here is very big now to amplify black voices and to support a lot of the black owned businesses and to do a lot of the reading that uh, people are recommending to expand our knowledge on um you know what's going on in the system and how the a lot of things at least here in the u.s are really designed um to have i think it's called systematic racism yeah systemic racism system systemic racism yeah so and it's it's designed very elegantly so you're not really supposed to notice it so much yeah. but uh it's very it's very common i think also in in europe that you when you are in a in a white bubble that you're just in a white bubble you know so really i think to break that we need to all do our homework and read about it and get rid of our own unconscious bias and uh yeah you know these are things that are important and i feel very emotional about it because i don't you know i always thought of myself as someone that was very yeah very worldly you know and i come to discover that there's so much that i don't understand and so much work that i still have to do you know for fellow brothers and sisters that uh deserve equal treatment and equal rights that uh it makes me yeah it's it's very emotional for me and i think that for example uh bruce bruce Sodamus, <laughs> He, uh, you know, he, it's not new for him. So yeah, for a lot of, of these course. people, it's like, 
a lot of white people are now going and say like oh my God. that they feel sorry yeah. right and they're like well you know we don't we don't need your sorry we just need you to to be with us you know yeah it so, was uh, it was impressive i think what was also impressive seeing it from far from here it was the all the yeah. uh, all the celebrities all the big companies and all the politicians except uh, maybe president uh, uh <laughs> whatever <laughs> they all Someone. really obviously said of course we stand with the protesters and uh yeah and I, from here yeah it was it was it was like oh my god this is a very new thing and in yeah. the end the prime minister of the netherlands mark rutte said that he came to think differently about the black pete you know the racist mascot oh, yeah. of santa claus right. he said right. actually i think maybe it is racist right right it, <laughs> yeah it. it's like i don't even think no i mean it sounds, it sounds silly but this is a big thing because the debate goes on for years and right. uh it's very normal to say no it's not racist you know it's just it's just cute mascot yeah right right but it is a racist mascot yeah. don't, don't look it up right I, i don't think i mean I, you know i don't think it's going to happen this year i think this year that would be oh, yeah. really bad for the netherlands for dutch yeah for just the netherlands very curious yeah. about that. Like, actually okay. my city it's very black it's very sad because it's sort of a central city delft but yeah it's still very black but you know what's interesting that i recently really you know I, i'm reading i'm Uh, seeing a lot of these documentaries uh, to, you know, try to, you know, learn more about everything that's going on. And everything, everything uh, in, in society is really like everything that's white is good. Like you, you put on a white dress when you get married, you put on black when you go to a funeral. You know, there's, you can get blackmail. There's, uh, you know, there's all these terms that just associate good with bad. Yeah. And it's really crazy because it started even when you're a child, when you think of it, you know, uh, the good guy always looks like bright and there's always like the bad figures always look darker. And I think in some ways there's, of course, you know, an association with maybe the night and whatnot. But, yeah, the day you know, and the night. I mean, it's just something that we've been fed with a spoon, as we call it in Dutch. <laughs> That's yeah. very, very Dutch. Uh, expression Same that i just <laughs> put in english <laughs> but uh Spoon yeah fat. i think you can crazy. say in english if you're if you're listening at your mother tongue send us a message to let us know if spoon fed is uh <laughs> used metaphorically or not right right so so yeah that's uh it's crazy and i yeah i feel like uh it's uh, it's true that uh, we being white we are i mean i don't know you said you are not uh well me and the, the white listeners uh, being white we have a big privilege uh or at least privilege yeah and, uh, so it's good to be aware of course we also have our uh, every person has their own struggle and it's not just about the color of the yeah. skin but uh, yeah color of Absolutely, the skin uh, yeah, determines true. a lot of things for you and creates a lot of problems for you out of nothing Uh, I mean, out of that, and uh, we hope that that will change, and we hope we'll go to the world of racial blindness, where uh, you don't even see what color someone is; you just treat everyone equally. And uh, but uh, there is a long way to go, and uh, now it's, it's time, as people, we have a little privilege to use it to help our brothers and sisters. Yeah. I 
don't know what to add. Oh yeah, I wanted to ask you uh, about how the protest was in New York because uh, this yeah. week we saw images of uh, the mayor who painted Black Lives Matter <laughs> outside the door of the Trump Tower. And that was yeah. uh, very impressive <laughs> to see because the yeah. president basically is one of the only people left who is really uh, not acknowledging the problem, right? No, no. Not uh, not no, he was, but he was highlighting the riots more than anything, um, which uh, yeah was terrible. But I think here in New York everything was pretty. I mean, we did have a few rough nights where there were riots, but I, the the protests uh, were, for the main part, were very peaceful. So yeah. You know, New York is a pretty, you know, I, I'm not saying that New York is perfect, but it's a lot more uh, developed in these kind of issues than, you know, the South. Or maybe so. there is, yeah. Okay. Um, I will play, but what kind of uh, riots was it? Was it, I mean, the looting and stuff, how big was it? Because it's funny that, yeah, they say, I always say on this radio that nonviolent protest is better. That the Absolutely. greatest yeah. movements and, and are about nonviolent, nonviolent movements are the greatest. We have great examples yeah. like uh, Gandhi and Mandela, are, um, but uh, Martin Luther King, Martin Luther King, fantastic, very inspiring people that managed to change the system with nonviolence. Yeah. But it's also true that you hear about protests somewhere and you're like yeah okay whatever protest and then there's violence and then you really start to pay attention more so it's a sad right. truth that uh, in the world of today yeah you need uh, yeah violence to get attention which i don't i don't excuse violence uh, if you're listening i have a listener who is uh, very uh, yeah. interested and engaged in social change and i'm trying to convince her to be non-violent social change otherwise she She will uh, be a rioter. Yeah, I, I think it's important to mention, though, that, uh, you know, this is my view just as a person living here in New York and reading also the Dutch news as being from there. And I did notice that sometimes that was highlighted a lot more. It was referred to as riot instead of a protest. And, you know, you, yeah, when you read the news, you just take what you see. And I think that might have given the impression that people were you know, just stealing everything. And there was just a few bad apples, but the protests, the amount of people that were out there for peaceful protests uh, was really impressive. Yeah. And are there still protests now? What's, what's the status now? I think they're still here and there. I am not sure if it's still here in New York, but um I think right now a lot of the attention is going back to the election mm. and to really focus on making sure that the things that they were protesting for, we are pro protesting for, are considered as actual changes yeah, in the, in, uh, in the law. Yeah. And uh, was there, what were the, do you know, are, do you follow the news? What was the biggest... Uh, Uh, goals and the biggest things that were achieved so far the biggest the biggest things they have achieved so yeah. far yeah or we well, have achieved I you think said <laughs> you have achieved. yeah well i th 
I think uh, there's a lot of work still to be done. There's nothing essential that has really changed yet. So I think uh, the the people that are running for elections should should listen and incorporate that as something as their election campaign. Uh, but some of the things were definitely, you know, the fact that you are now not allowed to use that chokehold anymore. Um, there was another law that changed, I think, also that you can't just enter the house anymore. So there are a few things here and there that are being changed. Also, and business businesses are changing a lot. You know, they're becoming much more aware. Uh, they're starting their diversity teams, um, those kinds of things. But I, there is no, there was not really a law that has been passed yet that has been substantial enough to, uh, you know, justify the protests. That's yeah. for sure. Yeah. And of course, so the no, law no is also not applied equally. <laughs> you can, yeah. What was that? Also, change the law, but also apply it equally to everyone. That's and it also get rid of the right. of the white supremacist, uh, racist people in yeah. the police. Oh, That's also well, that, nice. that was one thing. That a big thing was the Confederate flag is being taken down, and I'm not sure where the discussion is now. But I think it's in the, in the south. Well, in the south, it's obviously. You know, it's a big thing. Um, so they're looking into removing that flag, which is huge. The Confederate flag, which is uh, really much considered a racist symbol, of course. So, you know, those are things that are long overdue, I think. But I think there is a lot more work to be done. And I hope that that will be uh, changed in the law soon. And in our hearts. I would also And in our add, hearts. <laughs> yes. Yes. Let's... Uh, try to embrace more love and less judging people or stereotypes racial stereotypes i would play a song now because uh, before i say something some more stupid things and uh it's it's a uh, rebel rebel actually which i think it's uh from david bowie from new york but uh, it's a version it's bossa from brazil so it's actually a gentle rebellion which is what we need Amanhã e pegue o que é seu. 
importa se o dinheiro é seu Ei, baby, seu cabelo é legal Moda na gringa é Feliz Natal Se equivocou, mas ficou tudo bem Agora diz que está na onda zen Ei, baby, você venceu Passe amanhã e pegue o que é seu A maquiagem vai desmanchar Para o seu medo aparecer Zero a zero, agora eu vou Você deu mole, então eu marco gol Zero a zero, você venceu Você deu mole, então quem faz sou eu Where are you, Batwoman? Are you standing, sitting? I'm walking around a little bit. In the house, checking out different perspectives. Fly, flying around. All right, and um, can you describe what you see in front of you, of your eyes? I'm seeing uh, <laughs> right now a yellow New York City cap in front of my house. Oh, great. In front of the house. Yeah. And uh, and in your house? Or are you at the window? Are you standing in front of the window? I'm standing, yes. What's happening out there? Uh, people are walking around and just trying to make the best of the, of the Sunday, I think. <laughs> yeah, with face masks? With face masks, of course. Nice. And uh, yeah. are you also going to do something nice today? Except, I mean, offline? Well, mm, I think what I'm doing right now is is the nicest thing of my day. Happy being on Kakak Radio. More than the group, <laughs> of course. <laughs> um, but I, uh, I actually had, to, uh, as you know, my um, uh, live group meditation. Yeah, you just, mentioned uh, in the beginning. Morning. So I'm I'm very happy that this uh, radio radio is better than the live group meditation. I think that's. Yeah. Well, that's a, you know, I have to be careful what I'm saying now. That was pretty good, too. <laughs> Probably a little better. And, uh, it's both great. It's both great. What, what is a live group meditation? You all sit there and, uh, like, that's it? Yeah, so, um, uh, shall I just start telling you about the Sochi.io? Is that the the name of the group where you do it? Which is your friends? Yeah, your friends <laughs> project. I have to get used. To, yes, <laughs> yes. My my <laughs> bad woman has another project. Uh, when she's not a superhero. Uh, it's a uh, it's a uh, so chill .io. So that's uh, just as you say. It's so chill .io. So chill. Uh, that's a. Uh, a live virtual meditation and mindfulness platform where uh, we teach t the urban professional to uh, adapt to a more mindful lifestyle. So mindfulness is, you know, there's a lot of confusion about what that what that is. And I think the best definition of it out there is uh, by John Kabat-Zinn. He is one of the uh, 
doctors. He's a health. Uh, he's in the uh, healthcare industry. He uh, is known for bringing scientific work around mindfulness. What that does to the mind and the body towards oh, the uh, the Western world. Thank you. And uh, he uh, defines this as that mindfulness is the awareness of paying attention on purpose in the present moment, non-judgmentally. Oh, great. So, so yeah. <laughs> listener, open up your ears and pay attention non-judgmentally to what the hell is <laughs> going on over here. Uh, right, right. <laughs> uh, and usually we experience that, you know, when we're talking and just to a person that we really, really, uh, you know, that when we're listening and talking and listening to, to really listen, not to answer and uh, or doing something that you really love, like painting or whatever you like doing, cooking. And uh, every Sunday, Social.io has a virtual live group meditation that you can uh, uh, book your spot. And we tune in with people from all over the world and we meditate together. And uh, there's uh, they have certified mindfulness teachers on the platform that guide the meditation. And 10% of every session goes towards social impact in New York. So we partnered with a food bank that's really big here, City Harvest. And 10% uh, of every booking goes to uh, to New Yorkers in need. Very nice. And uh, so you all sit there on Zoom or Skype. And uh, then one guy says, yes. close your eyes, breathe in, pay attention to your yes. ass. Where you're sitting. For example... Or uh, also other stuff like, I don't know, listen to the sounds. Yeah. Yeah, it can be there are different types of meditation, but uh, the most uh, popular ones are the mindfulness one and uh, the body scan. So that's when you focus on your on your body or when uh, you focus on something that the trainer is telling you to imagine. So imagine you're walking on the beach or oh, the lovely. forest. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> So, and what's interesting is that it's been proven that when you practice mindfulness regularly, you're literally rewiring your brain to be calmer. So, we have this part in our brain that's called the amygdala, and it's the part that regulates stress. Um, and similar to every other habit that you can teach yourself, you can also teach yourself to react more uh, healthy to the stress reaction. Um, so, which is great because stress-related health problems are responsible for 80% of visits to the doctor and account for a third highest healthcare expenses only behind heart disease and cancer. Yeah, I think uh, this so, is uh, something to, to link how we started that <laughs> I was saying maybe some people think the world is on fire and you said the world is surely on fire. I think besides all the problems, the funny thing is that the ones, even the ones that are considered the winners, like people that have a, a nice job and they can afford a house and, you know, they can afford security and safety and everything, there is a huge mental right. health problem even in those people, right? Right. Yeah. Well, I mean... It's so we haven't, found, we haven't found the right, the right way to actually have well-being. Or at least we yeah. suffer from things like stress, which uh, we should... Uh, before I say something stupid, please continue. 
<laughs> You're not saying anything stupid. No, I'm just, uh, I'm just, uh, no. yeah, trying to to say, yeah, that there is so much to in there. So this guy that you mentioned that he brought study of mindfulness to science. Yeah. What was his name? John Kabat-Zinn. He's a hero. His name is. Uh, yeah. He's John Kabat-Zinn. Uh, he he is not the. I think it's it's. A, important to clarify he's not the the inventor by any means of mindfulness of course mindfulness is of course a practice that has been you know it was originally coming from from the eastern world oh Uh, yeah maybe we have to say what is mindfulness for people oh yeah you said it i can repeat it (laughs) i thought maybe we could do a a micro meditation just very small like are you are you able to use your superpower right now I mean, I'm pretty relaxed, <laughs> and I think uh, I think the listener is also relaxed. Yeah, but maybe one of the listeners, yeah. if you're if you're stressed, uh, send us a, oh. a sign, and we will do a micro meditation. Or even if you're not stressed, but you think it would be nice to have a micro meditation. What's a micro meditation? Like two seconds or more? Ten? Well, <laughs> twenty. I mean, uh, there it's it's tough to do a micro meditation, <laughs> but we. Uh, um, let me think. I mean, you know. I I, I would say well, let's let's do now a two second one as a teaser, and then uh, and then if we get some requests, we can do one that is like thirty seconds. Yeah. Something. All right. <laughs> should I lead? Should I lead so, the teaser or you lead the teaser? I mean, can you lead the teaser? I can. With, yeah, um, but you're professional. Let's let's both lead, and then the voter, the re- the listener can vote which one they prefer. Okay. Do I'll you want to start or do you want to go after? Okay. Yeah, it's I'll, a challenge. It's a micro meditation <laughs> challenge. Okay. So, um, okay. So um, the listeners can hear me, obviously, right? So, okay. Yeah. So wherever you are, uh, just uh, close your eyes or lower your gaze and take three deep breaths. And as you do this, before before you start inhaling, oh, um, imagine that you inhale uh, confidence. So let's start. Let's inhale confidence. Inhale and exhale. And again, inhale and exhale. And one last time, inhale and exhale. So that's the teaser, but uh, the studies show that your the way your um, your breath is really influences how you are feeling, right? If you're breathing really fast and just you know <laughs> you're stressed. Uh, and you just tell yourself to calm and take three deep breaths. That does a lot for your for your state, how you're how you're feeling. So, a lot of the you will hear a lot of uh, breathing exercises about that because it just has proven to be very effective, and it's something that you can do throughout your day. You know, doing a full fledged meditation when you're stressed may not be feasible, but taking a deep breath is something that. Uh, yeah, if you just think of that, it can it can really help you. A micro meditation, <laughs> but for but for a very long, not very long, but for a thirty minute session, 
and some community talk if you go to social.io and sign up for next week uh, we can meet there you will meet batwoman or batwoman's friend because of the political things <laughs> discussed we are not gonna reveal if see i'm i'm terrible at this i'm both. terrible at like if you ever if i'm very bad at keeping surprises that's oh. not my superpower but you and did I'm not announce yet at, the at sorry and what was it no you did not announce the prophecy of bruce stradamus yet so that's we are keeping that surprise and i think all the listeners are glued to their ears because uh They want to know what's the next prophecy, but they don't know. They just get a micro-meditation. And now it's my turn to do a micro-meditation. My micro-meditation goes as such. I, I swear that I prepared it before. It's like this. And now, dance a little bit. It can be a micro-dance with your pinky, with your eyebrows. <laughs> You know, just with your foot, or it can be a full body dance, but keep breathing, okay? hearing this song this song is by names you can trust nyc trust is epic label that uh, i'm following because yes this song's epic but it's actually called lola's dice 
by Milky, or the other way around. It's called Milky by Lola Stice. Yes, loving it. We even have music from New York. How epic is that? But woman, did you... Yes. Uh, is it maybe now the moment that all listeners have been waiting for? And if a listener just... <laughs> no <and> if, pressure. <laughs> and if a listener has just uh, tuned in right now, maybe we can tell them what they should be waiting for. So the housemate, okay. husband of Batwoman. I'm, I'm uh, Father Molotov. Hi. I'm uh, broadcasting from uh, the lab where the virus was first discovered to save the world. It's a very stupid idea, so I need some help. I can now ring up Batwoman, who's uh, calling from her apartment uh, in New York. And uh, Batwoman just informed us that her housemate, uh, housemate <laughs> husband is uh, Batman. He's actually was predicted all the... Uh, can shit. you say it in your own words? What's the superpower? Oh, yeah. Oh, his. Well, um, he he predicted. Uh, well, his superpower is all the um, how this played out of uh, the coronavirus. He um, he predicted it. You know, he predicted that it would be as bad as it was. Unfortunately, the riots, the uh, potential lockdown of Manhattan of the island, which didn't happen but was considered. And uh, yeah, all of it. So what? That now comes the question: What is Brewster Damus saying that it's going to happen next? So uh, I spoke to Brewster Damus, and uh, it's not. If you're listening, Brewster Damus, thank you for sharing your wisdom and uh, vision. <laughs> he he told me that it's not coming to him yet, but. He told me that he might have it for your next episodes. Ooh. Whoa. It's a prophecy about my radio show. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> I feel he so might blessed. have it. He might have it on your next show. Next week. He um next week. He uh you know, we try to squeeze out a uh, <laughs> a genuine prophecy, but he said no, I need to it doesn't come to me yet. He's oh. gonna he's gonna think of it it is a bit disappointing but it is still a, a short-term prophecy so we can verify very quickly that's nice unless this is the last yes. episode because actually this may be the last episode what pro oh probably not probably not. i didn't know that <laughs> no i you know there's more there's more to find out on your radio show I yeah, think, uh, there's more you know, superheroes to ask to, help. To listen. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we need to know the prophecy, of course. So right, and we wanted to be genuine. We, uh, you know, he didn't have one yet. So. We can't make it up, right? I mean, we are he superheroes, but up. we're also just normal people, and we just want to right. be honest with you. But if you if you have a right. prophecy as a listener, please don't hesitate to share it with us. Yeah, and uh, I would say. A bit disappointed, but also happy because, you know, the cliffhanger thing. Perfect. <laughs> <laughs>
next episode on Radio Kaka. <laughs> hey, but can you can you maybe ask him uh, a, his prophecy about who's going to win the US elections and if there are going to be US elections in November? Überhaupt. We came to you doubt know, that. We you know, we uh, we talk about that every day and uh, we we want it to be uh you know, we we would want it to be the Democrats, but we we really don't know. You know, we really didn't think uh, whoever is in charge now would win. So it's really hard. It's really hard. But we do think that people now understand that uh, getting comfortable and taking for granted all this freedom that you have is is not what you should do. You know, you should get out and vote. And if you don't, then then shit happens. Like what happened last elections? Well, do I need to say more? <laughs> You know. Can you summarize? You know who's in charge. <laughs> <laughs> you know who's in charge. Large and in charge. I, I'm so. gonna be open because I my identity is still secret. No, okay. I, I will uh, say it in another episode. What happened last elections? Yeah. I already said it. I think in the past episode. But it's sad to have a clown. But it's also nice to have the best, the highest profile improv actor of the world, actually, as the president. I feel that he's, he's doing a great improv feat. It's yeah. Like, oh I shit! Don't know. What am I gonna <laughs> say today? <laughs> right. It's uh. It's yeah. It's it's embarrassing. I think. Oh yeah. Definitely. And uh, but it's good. That's the nice thing about democracy. You know, clown wants to run for president. Clown runs for president. And people right. want to vote the clown. People get the clown. Fine. That's yeah, I think it's a, it is a message for everyone. You can truly be what you want, you know, whatever <laughs> you aspire for, go for it. Um. I really think, you know, that is something that I got out of this whole thing that's happening. It's really like, you know, there's so much opportunity. You know, look at everybody. Look at look at the world right now. I mean, it can only go up from here, you know. I think too, too many times... Um, People with good ideas are, are too quiet, and uh, people with bad ideas are too loud. No, here, so. no, here, here, all the people with good ideas are super loud, and that's me and you. And uh, well, that's true. I uh, mean, there there is a few out there definitely of their kind. <laughs> and I would uh, invite you know the I mean. listeners to also be more loud about good ideas, but yes. you know, in a friendly way, because good ideas are also about love and kindness, aren't they? So you can be yes. loud with love and with kindness as well. I would say. Absolutely, yeah. I'm uh, feeling a bit Latin. I would say to close with a song, which uh, would be Latin, and I think it's the time where you choose uh, which one of the two songs. So I have a cumbia group from New York. Uh, but it's very roots cumbia, like Peruvian depth of the forest kind of stuff. But it's from New York. Oh. And uh, oh. I have a, a okay. salsa song from Colombia, which is actually called Africa Caliente. Wow, it must be very, very caliente. <laughs> from Africa. You vote for Africa Caliente? Yes. All right, Batwoman, it was a pleasure to Good have you with you. Thank you for having me. <laughs> Do you have a final message for mankind? Um, 
Well, just walk the talk and make sure that your um, the actions that you are doing. Uh, we can't hear you anymore. Oh, oh, sorry. <laughs> I, I was saying, make sure that you walk your talk and that your talk is all about loving kindness and may your actions be so as well. Thank you so much. Batwoman, go back to your okay. superpowers. Uh, good night. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Thank you so much for sharing uh, your time with us back from Europe. All the best to you and Bruce Tradamus. Thank you. Have a nice Sunday. You too. Okay, bye-bye. Africa Caliente. Listen to Radio Kakak Live. Oh no, wait, wait. Oh, shit, I had to ask one more thing to Batwoman. Hold on. Hold on. Let me call her again. I'm out catching flies. Hey, Batwoman, sorry for calling you <laughs> up again. I. No problem at all. I forgot one thing. It's actually the whole reason why I called you up in the beginning because I'm on a quest, me and there's uh, listeners out there which if you, all of the listeners that listen up to this point they're really people that can be trusted we can be very open with them and uh, we want to ask okay. you one question <laughs> and this okay. question is the world is a bit on a crazy moment a lot of stuff happening if you read the news you go crazy so we kind of figured out that to keep a bit of your mental sanity you have to read the news a bit less but still you you know you need to know what's mm -hmm. going on especially for the moments when you have to vote for example but also when you you know uh, yeah other, right yeah in the end we vote with our wallet every day when you buy something so it's good to be informed but i would say we want to make we really want to make things better And it seems mm -hmm. that we are one in a million or one in 18 million in the case of New York. And uh, this is an expression, by the way, that a listener from uh, Houston sent me right now. So I would like to give a big shout to all the listeners in Houston. Wow. Uh, <laughs> you thought you were the most East person in the radio show, but you're not. But woman. I, the question is, is this. 
since we are one in a million and it seems like we can't do anything but we are so informed about what's happening and all the unfair things in the world how do we keep mental sanity how do we not go crazy and uh, hmm. deal with the situation is that's a question for me right yeah i'm sorry <laughs> well, um, I think it's always good to really balance, you know, I think uh, limiting your screen time is, is a great thing, just putting your phone down, the computer, everything, making sure something that I do myself, um, what that I did myself during when everything was going crazy with Corona is checking the news only every, you know, every maybe three hours, four hours. It's good to know what's going on, but it's uh, it's good to be knowledgeable, but it's bad for to make it feed into your fear, I think. So I think limiting screen time and uh, and being mindful meditation really helps. And uh, how do you do you ever feel powerless in the face of injustice? Yeah, of course I do. I do. And you just but take a I deep think breath or take well I think uh, that's the thing it's important to uh, to do the small things that you are able to do you know in your own environment uh, what can you do differently in the things that you think are are injustice you know so in, for black lives matters that means uh, I what I've heard from my friends to um, to read a lot about it to learn to listen and uh, yeah, because yeah, I think there are, there are your own environment. big global problems, but indeed there are also local problems in your own environment that you can do something about. Yeah, I think we're all part of of the the, the global environments, and we can all start by changing our direct environments. If I feel stressed, I feel the whole world is coming at me. What I can do is. You know, in my case, I will meditate, but I will also make sure that uh, when it's at work, that I organize myself better or with injustice. If injustice happens in your environment, did you do the little things you can do? You know, you can't change the law on your own, but I think you have a very big part. Um, I, started big to sign, I, I started to sign almost all the petitions that come my way. It's just such a small okay. thing, such a small right. thing to sign a petition, but yeah, it, it helps if everybody would yeah. do it. If everybody who cares would do it, you would right. Be, uh, right, and everybody that doesn't care yeah. would do it too. <laughs> yeah, actually, I'm trying to recruit some hackers to make a system that we can make fake people sign petitions. Oh, uh, yeah, okay. I'm, I'm, I'm <laughs> I've decided, fuck it, I want to use dirty tactics too. You know, non-violent dirty tactics because they which is the bad side. I'm talking mainly about the nationalist, uh, racist, right. white supremacist kind of uh, movements. They are really using a lot of dirty online tactics. <laughs> Everybody's using a bit of dirty online tactics, but it seems... I had an expert one on this radio show. You should look it up. It's, uh, it was called uh, Dr. Sarawak. And uh, he, okay. he studied this. And he said, yeah, everybody's doing it actually a little bit. But uh, right. but that corner is really doing it more. So we really get a lot of hate ideas 
and uh, you know cultural superiority or not yeah non-solidarity ideas from um, right just computers that are just being <laughs> programmed <laughs> to spread this it's so so sad uh. But of course, Donald Trump was a good example in his campaign. There was a couple of documentaries or a Netflix series or something about how he really used Facebook to the max to to win the elections. I also heard a nice yeah. story of a Democrat who said, fuck it, he really did this. He actually made a fake uh, Republican page on Facebook to pretend that the Republican candidate uh, was... Uh, Uh, prohibi prohibitionist right. <laughs> he was, he was saying if he wins he's going to prohibit alcohol but it was not true it was just someone working for the Democrats and there was a very oh. nice podcast about it he's <laughs> like this is actually yeah. this is going to be political campaigns from now on so you know if you don't play the game well too bad for I, you. I, I just don't know if really um, if, if more doing off the dirty work is better you know I, I would think that just these big companies need to step up and implement some you know some guidelines but it's hard it's like, hard uh, which big companies facebook twitter yeah just just social channels you know wherever these people are uh i think it's important to consider maybe a new framework of what uh yeah you know it's hard because it's obviously free speech and you know but there's a line there so where is that line well i think sometimes it's it's easier to draw that line than other times but yeah It's happening uh, this week. Reddit banned the the account of the Donald. Yes, <laughs> yes. And the other uh, social media also were uh, started to be a little bit more strict, but mainly with like really crazy conspiracy theories, twice supremacist, uh, which is which is good, I guess. But uh, in the end, the hate and the love they are all in our heart, and uh, we can only eradicate indeed the hate by eradicating. Well, our I think own. it. Right. I think it was Barack Obama that said, if you can learn to hate, you can learn to love because you're not born. You're not born in, with hate. You know, you need to be taught to love and you need to be taught to hate. So if you can be taught to hate, you can be taught to love. And uh, if you know how to love, use it. <laughs> Right. All right. No dirty tactics. Thank you, Batwoman, for clearing okay. the way. I'm a bit sad. I'm a bit sad. I had a grand, grand plan of using dirty tactics to bring forward my agenda, which is uh, world oh. peace <laughs> and uh, the great ecological transition and especially equal rights for everyone. But uh, I don't know. I felt like there is no really hacker. All the governments, all the big geopolitical powers have a hacker now branch of the army or the army or the secret services but there is no hacker group that uh, is pro world peace we need that we you can it's quite easy it's quite cheap to start i don't know right. if it's cheap maybe not so i'm working on this but uh, that's why i do everything under fake name if you are a hacker listening finally i found you let's do this if you know a hacker put him in touch with me And uh, we're gonna hack, <laughs> hack the shit out of world peace and justice. Uh, the great ecological transition, I don't know, maybe, you know, it's too big, too big. Let's start small, world peace.
All right, uh, that's it. Thank you, Great. Batuo, man. I thank you for uh, answering the last question. And uh, yes. mindfully, we go and on and uh, we go to bed, and you go, I guess, on with your afternoon. Do you have a last I have message? To go, go ahead. I have to go out and hunt flies. Yeah, get some flies and send, put, post okay. them on Instagram, and we will like them. I will. <laughs> All right. Everybody Stay like safe. the good Bye, stuff. Guys. Thank you so much. Adios. Bye. Oh, wait. I have to press button. Yes, red button. Took. There she was. Bat woman goes back to her butt flying uh, habit. And now this song is called Three Days. If you heard it before, you know what it's about. If you haven't, pay attention. It says that in life there is only three days. The first day you're in the hand of the hands of others. Second day you're in your own hands, and that's probably today for you. Because the third day you go back to your creator. So the question is, on that second day, which is today, what you gonna do? In life, I tell you there are only three days. First day, you're in the hands of others. Second day. You're in your own hands And on third day You return to the hands of the Creator And on that second day What you gonna do? Will you fall out the many Or be one of the few Who sow the seeds of love and kindness Reaping the fruits Of peace and racial blindness Children from a mother's womb Living under the same moon Beings of one creator room. We are now singing Singing Oh yo Yeah see us singing Hey ha no We are singing Oh no for you So come and join me by the fire and sing the songs that you are inspired So come and join me by the fire And sing the songs that you are inspired This is your invitation To join the celebration This is your invitation To join the celebration So come and join me in the water and sing my hollow to the mama, yeah. Say, come and join me in the water. And sing my hollow to the mama, yeah. This is the invitation to join the celebration. This is the invitation to join the celebration. Respect for the elders, hope for the younger Bring them all together, got love for each other, oh yeah Hey, yeah, yeah, hey, yeah, yeah, yeah Oh yeah Hey, yeah, yeah, hey, yeah, yeah, yeah Respect for the elders, hope for the younger Bring them all together, got love for each other, oh yeah Hey, yeah, yeah, hey, yeah, yeah, yeah 
yeah. Hey, yeah, yeah, hey, yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, yeah, 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 you have listened to Radio Kakak live thank you for listening up to this point you must be crazy I'm not gonna give the news this today because there's so much crazy stuff going on in the world if you're listening live have a nice day if you're listening to the podcast have a nice day if you're going to bed, have a nice sleep. In life, I tell you there are only three days. First day, you're in the hands of others. The second day, you're in your own hands And on the third day You return to the Creator On that second day What you gonna do Will you follow the many Or be one of the few Who sow the seeds of love and kindness Reaping the fruits of racial blindness I said children From a mother's womb Living under the same moon Beings of one creator Farum, we are now singing Farum, we are now singing Farum, we are now singing Farum, oh no no Na 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 Yeah, oh yeah this show was produced and narrated by me, Father Molotov. It was listened by you. Thank you. Thank you so much for listening up to this point. If you want more, you can go on Mixcloud, look up Radio Kakak, that's it. You hear all story from the beginning. If you wanna do hip likes and hearts, hearts, you can follow Father Molotov on Instagram, which is an account totally outsourced to one of the listeners, because on my phone Instagram doesn't work. I mean, one of my listeners is you. Hey, thank you for doing my Instagram. It wouldn't be the same without you. It wouldn't be. If you also want to help to do my Instagram or my Facebook, it's not mine, it's ours. I don't exist. Father Moto doesn't exist. It's just an image. We all together can do this. If you want to join us, 
and our mission to achieve world peace, equal rights and a great ecological transition through radio. Yes, it's a crazy mission, but we cannot do it without you. So I assume you want to join us. Please make sure you get in touch with me through whoever person put you on this show. If you're from Ottawa and uh, you just found this show accidentally, uh, uh, by the way, yes, Radio Kakak Live is going viral in Ottawa. That's fantastic news. Thanks, guys. Big shout out to everyone from Ottawa. I would say if you are from Ottawa and you want to join the live because you didn't manage, I usually send a link on WhatsApp to a secret group of secret listeners. And uh, I also want to send it to you. But otherwise, uh, we are on Hear This. is a website called hearthis.at. At the moment, we keep moving all the time just to, you know, make the... The secret services and the hackers and all the computer algorithms they are reading this in the future when computers artificial intelligence will read the whole internet this is for you we are on here this dot at and we are called radio kak kak but uh, we will move very soon because we are elusive if you want to join me give me a call Just find me. Find me and give me a call. I will add you to the secret list. And you can also join the secret episodes. Please join us, my friend. If you listen to us to this point, there's no way you won't join us. You're one of us. We are the loving, loving kindness side and we will take over the world because there is such a great turbulence history is rearranging we're not gonna let the powerful and the greedy make the best of this crisis like usual this time it's us people that want fairness and we speak with kindness it's our moment and uh We need you. I know you need this. So please help us. And now I guess it's time to say goodbye and leave you with one last note. And the note is this. <laughs> <laughs>